What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Expectations and Predictions, and today we had the Texas A&M Aggies coming off a historical signing class. We look to see what they can do this year and see if they can develop and show some of that talent on the field. But before we get into all that, we want to give a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Pro U Sports. Go download their app. Their link is in the bio of our Instagram. You can't miss it. And if you really want to support the podcast, just download it, make an account, and share it with all your friends. But don't just share it straight from the app. Share the link that is in our bio. We get a kickback, and that's going to help us produce more quality content for y'all and definitely allow us to do more to get out to y'all in the future, more giveaways, more stuff like that. So just go download that. The app is 100% free, and the main basis of the app is you download it, and you have a favorite school, let's say you got Georgia, Florida, LSU. You know, this is an all-SEC podcast. I'm not going to mention any other conference. You click them. It gives you all the alumni of that school that are in the NFL. You click who you want to add to the hub, and it just it allows you to keep track with them throughout the weeks of the season. And it's actually really good, and it saved me a lot of time. I used it a lot last season, and I'm so thankful that they finally reached out to us. So, that's just going to be my little spiel, so let's go ahead and get right into the episode. Uh, Jackson, on this yeah. last episode that aired on Tuesday, you said, you know, Texas A&M is going 8-4. and four. you still sticking with that? Yeah, I'm still sticking with it. Ugh. All right. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and personally, I don't even know why I asked that question because I definitely see 8-4 and four out of this with a possibility at 9-3. and three. But I don't think it's because everybody's overrating Texas A&M. I just think that Texas A&M has a really tough schedule this year. So Yeah, completely agree. Anybody want to say anything about Texas A&M, in particular their crazy signing class or, I don't know, maybe that video that leaked a couple uh, weeks ago where they were talking to a bunch of recruits and they pointed to the recruits and said, y'all see those boxes up there? They were on Kyle Field or in you know the stadium. Point up to the boxes. Y'all see all those boxes up there? Yeah. The boosters are paying for this. Now, they didn't say the boosters. They didn't say they said the, the fans are the, paying a lot of money the to see you. Are paying a lot of money to see you. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'm, I go to a lot of college football games. I know for a fact that those $150 tickets for primetime games are definitely not going to be enough to cover those recruits. But I mean, that's none of my business. NIL's NIL, still personally ruining college football, but oh well, let the rich get richer. So, anything anybody has to say about that class other than me? Sorry about that little rant that I just went on. Yeah, I, I will. I feel like there's a whole bunch of upside in the class. A uh, big name that sticks out to me, Evan Stewart. I feel like he's someone that could potentially make a impact day one. You can see him in rotation. You might not see him as a starter. But Evan Stewart is a big name to watch. I'm pretty out sure for he is season. a starter. I'm, I'm pretty sure he is a starter. I'm like I said, he might not be a starter regardless. He's still going to get play time, even if it's through the rotation. Uh, so just keep an eye out on Evan Stewart. All right, and as most Definitely. as the cast and crew knows, we actually got an episode coming out with one of Texas A&M's five stars that signed in this most recent class. It'll be coming out. I believe two weeks exactly after you hear this episode. So just be on the lookout for that. And we're actually going to go ahead and get right into the schedule. Week one, I don't even want an argument on this one. It is Sam Houston. How much is Texas A&M winning by? It'll be a closer game than people think. I 
like what? Sam Houston's offense, but I think I no no <laughs> people right, no. people think this will be an, no 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 I'm not saying this will be amazing. They they just uh, won an FCS championship like a year ago or two years ago something like that. They they're not horrible. I think uh I think a fair uh 40, 48 to I'm gonna say forty I would say forty nine to uh, fourteen. That that's what I mean. I think it's closer than people think. A lot of people think 10, maybe uh, 7. I, I think it's 14. I can definitely see that. Texas A&M has a tendency to struggle in the first game of the season just about every year. Yeah, just that's Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> if if I remember correctly, I believe Sam Houston lost their their pretty much best player. Didn't they lose him to... Kentucky. Oh, yeah, and, they lost and, him to Kentucky. You're right. Yeah, the running back. Uh, and he was pretty much their best player. If you watch highlights on him, you know, running down the field, breaking tackles. And more I look at the Sam Houston team, they're really not that good. I'm going to say 45 to 3. Texas A&M gets this one done pretty easily. All right. 45 to 3 is definitely a good prediction, but I also don't have that much faith in Texas A&M's offense. So I'm going to go 28 to 10. Hmm. Uh, it's not. It's not one. much of their offense. It's the. It's the fact that I don't think Sam Houston has a defense that can. No, no, I don't think they have the defense that can literally keep up with an SEC team, no matter who it is. I think Vanderbilt would put forty on Sam Houston. I just think their. I think their defense sucks. I just think their offense is good. I think saying. I think Sam Vanderbilt in general putting up forty points is just a little crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it weeks here. No, no, I said I said they would if they played Sam Houston. I don't think so. I was about to say, sheesh. All right, y'all ready to go into week two? Week two is none other than Appalachian State. They've been. I I think a lot of people are underhyping them. Exactly. They've been known to get SEC teams and fan bases heart attacks within like the first uh, three weeks. South Carolina. Uh, Michigan, Michigan's not an SEC team. I'm just saying. Tennessee, <coughs> Tennessee. Yeah, I was naming it's like two Appalachian teams. State just looks forward to that one SEC App, game they play. App State will keep this closer than everybody expects. App State will upset North Carolina this year, but I do not have them upsetting Texas A&M. I think I think App State's a team to watch. They have a running back core that'll kill you. I think they have a better running back core than most of the SEC, which is a hot take of mine. I think uh, I think their running back core is unique and very talented, and I think uh, I think they have it. They have what it takes to get it done. But realistically, are they getting it done? No. I got the I, I got the score being thirty five to twenty eight. I think it's going to be closer than people think. It's it's after week one. This is your first competition of the season. It's going to be a little bit. And they don't have App State doesn't really have that amazing in the defense. All right, I mean, you know, what? I think player wise, good. Are you good? I was just going to say, right, I think second that completely. Like, you don't even have to worry about me putting up tape. Yeah. All right. Well, I. Yeah. No, go ahead. Personally, I'm just, I'm just, all right. Yeah. Personally, I think App State has. I mean, they lack a little bit on defense, but I think player-wise, they would have enough to almost get it done against Texas A&M. Coaching-wise is where it's really going to come in. And they're a very good team. Don't get me wrong at all. I think they're going to give Texas A&M a mini heart attack and a scare for how the rest of the season goes. But I think it'll be 
probably around, I think it would be 21 to 35, Texas A&M. Whoa. Okay. Huh. Yeah, so when I look at this game, 330 at Texas A&M, Texas A&M's atmosphere is just way too strong for Appalachian State. Uh, I'm a big fan of watching Appalachian State play. I like to see how they, you know, adjust to certain situations like this. But playing in arguably the best atmosphere in college football, it's just not going to happen. Appalachian State's a great team and probably one of the best teams you can face outside of this conference. And I I think Texas A&M is going to struggle a little bit, but I got a 31 to 20 win. And I got Texas A&M taking this one heading into week three. Week three, speaking of that, looks like a very good game to watch. Whether you care for Texas A&M or you don't, they're going up against the team that currently runs the entire state of Florida, and that is Miami. And I believe this is actually where I'm going to hand Texas A&M their first loss. I already said the two teams that are upsetting them. I I, I have not said the second one yet. Um, you guys know I have Florida upsetting them. I do not have Miami upsetting them, which I think Miami's a better team than Florida, undeniably. I just think Miami Miami's not going to get it done. I think Van Dyke he might be pretty good. I think he's a little overhyped. I do not I do not like Miami's Miami that well. I think they're really overhyped, and I think uh, I think it's a battle of nil teams. You know. Uh, I got Texas A&M 40. Uh, I'm not going to say 40. I would say uh, 38 to 31. I think it'll be kind of a shootout. 38 to 21. I, I said 31. Oh, I was about to say, I wouldn't even run the score up that much. I, 28 to 17. You know I, ta- I, ta- like I take it, it back. I, I, I'll take it back. I, I'll say 24 to 14. Texas A&M. I keep on forgetting. I keep on forgetting. Like these teams are too different because I I forgot that we did Mississippi State last time. They have an electric offense. I said Mississippi State. What am I talking about? We did. I am slow. My bad. (laughs) You're good. All right. So, like I said, I'm taking about a 28-17 Miami here. Miami. Yes. Oh. I forgot you said Miami's upsetting. 24 to 14. I'm not even going to view it as an upset. I believe that Miami will somehow jump Texas A&M or be close to Texas A&M by this week. Hmm. Yeah. Personally. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you can't. You go ahead. (laughs) Me personally. All right. Me personally. No, okay. Just, <laughs> All right, Dane, go. <laughs> All right. Me personally, I think Miami is an overrated team. Uh, I think Texas A&M, especially in Kyle Field, will get this one done by 35-plus points. Yeah, so I'm going a, I'm to a agree with Texas A&M winning this game, and it's, it's just not going to be close. Miami's just not as good as people say they are. I got Texas A&M putting 24 points up, and I got Miami only putting up three. I just think Texas A&M's just a much better team. You're playing – I believe this is a night game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. God, that stadium's going to be rocking. Uh, yeah, Texas A&M, 24-3, not much to be said. Texas A&M's going to get it done offensively. 
And uh, the highlight of this point is obviously the defense holding Miami to only three points. Uh, not necessarily Van Dyke has a bad game, but maybe like the wide receivers for them or the running back core, just the offensive line. Something's going to go wrong in this game for Miami, and I feel it. I, I definitely got Texas A&M in this one, 24 to three. All right, so we'll go ahead and move on to week four. A neutral site, so technically it's still home field advantage for Texas A&M, though. You've got Texas A&M versus Arkansas. Uh, I got – I got. Uh, our, this, uh, this is one of the two guaranteed law, losses I said. I think uh, Arkansas is the second-best team in the West. I think besides Arkansas and Alabama, you're pretty – like, you could go any, either way. I said – uh, I I got Arkansas in this game, uh, twenty four to ten. I I think Arkansas is gonna dominate this game. I I think I changed the score prediction of what I had last time, but it's okay. Uh, I I really like uh Arkansas as an overall whole. I think Arkansas is gonna get uh, upset by a team, and I'm pretty sure I've already said it, but I do not think uh Texas A&M will be that team. I think Arkansas will be uh will have this. They they owned them last year. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep the streak and I'm gonna say Arkansas wins again. Actually got mm-hmm, Texas A and M winning this one. Twenty eight to fourteen. I feel like Texas A and M is gonna yeah, come bro. out rocking. What? Yeah, bro. As soon as they as soon as they get uh garbage on by Miami, they will totally beat Arkansas. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're going to be so mad that they lost to Miami that they're going to come out and just dog them. It's not like it's going to be a shootout. They're only just – they're winning by 14. Well, can we not Can we not forget the time that we – that A&M lost to Arkansas or whoever it was and came back and beat Bam because we were so mad about the season? I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. They're going to come out so Something like that can always happen. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely going Arkansas here. Uh, I said it in the Arkansas video. I, I truly believe Arkansas gets it done against Texas A&M. Um, I've looked more into both teams, of course, uh, with doing the episode, and I think it might be closer than some expect. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to saying uh, a last-second field goal, but I'm not. I'm going to say it's a 10-point win for Arkansas. I just don't know really who on the Texas A&M defense and more specifically maybe the defensive backs or, or edge or linebacker spot just to uh, like maybe set a spy or specifically guard the wide receiver core for Arkansas. I think that's going to be a problem for the Texas A&M defense. So I think Arkansas gets it done uh, in a close one though. Definitely. I think Arkansas will probably win this one. Uh, by probably three on just a late drive. All right, y'all ready to go on to week five? Yep. Yep. All right. I'm ready. I want to go ahead and apologize because this week has been discussed before we started recording. Y'all are going to hear some really crackhead statements from some of our contributors, and I just want to go ahead and apologize. So if you want to double tap that nice little thing down at the bottom that says skip ahead 10 seconds, I'll uh, I'll let you know when we're going into the next week. But this week is Mississippi State in Starksville. I'm not yep. even going to go first 
That way, y'all. Um, we we already got this. A good part. No, we know it. We know it. Mississippi State. This is my team. This is one of the two teams I have ups. This is this is the. You guys have already watched, or uh, you you guys ha- will will see like something like big. I have Mississippi State winning this game. Like, uh, I I got Mississippi State winning this game. I'm pretty sure I have it off of a game winning field goal. I, I I'm almost 100 sure I have it as that, and I think Mississippi State truly wins this game. And uh, this is another loss I have for A and M. I think I think A and M is going to be an up and down team. They're going to be pretty overhyped. I'm pretty sure I have them. Uh, uh, they just beat Miami, uh, ranked Miami. I'm pretty sure, and they just lost to a uh, Arkansas team. And they they're as uh, they just stated, they're they're going to be pretty mad after they like lost. They they think it's going to be versus Miami. I think it's going to be Arkansas that they're going to be mad that they lost. And I think they're going to bounce back. And I think, oh wait, no, I what am I talking about? I think Mississippi State lost the week before, but I think they'll they'll uh, beat Texas A&M. I'm slow. Okay, let me just say this: Mississippi State will beat A&M, but I'm pretty sure it's game-winning field goal. Okay, done. All right, ding ding, y'all can go ahead and stop skipping forward. That that nice little monologue was over. So we've got yeah. Now it is, but wait, wait, wait. Oh no! Don't t- all right. Hold on, everybody. Might mm-hmm. have to tell y'all to skip forward again. Mississippi State will win a game they're not supposed to yep, win. Go ahead and skip. And they're they're going to take it by seven points. What did I just listen to? That no, no shot. Texas A and M gets this one done, and I wouldn't even consider Mississippi State a trap game. I think Texas A and M's just too good for Mississippi State. Uh, I don't think they're going to be fooled by that offense, and it's just not even going to be close. Texas A&M on the road, and I believe this is the first time they're on the road, correct? I mean, yeah. Besides technically technically the Arkansas game, but that's not really on the road. Yeah, but like full-on road game, I I think this is the first time they are. Yeah. Yeah, so that may be a so little bit of a problem, but I actually got Texas A&M winning this one. It, it shouldn't even be close. Yeah, I got Mississippi State. Yep, wherever we're, we're this week, I think. All right, y'all can stop skipping now. He had to come back and spew that nonsense one more time. All right. <clears throat> y'all ready to go into next week? Or has yep. anybody else got any more broad <laughs> statements about the Mississippi State game they want to? All right, so it's against Alabama in Tuscaloosa, and before I even say anything, Tyler, go ahead. Not Tyler. Jackson, go ahead. Nick Saban, watch revenge. Alabama will be pissed, and Alabama will win this game. No, no, wrong wrong team is pissed. What? What You meant Nick Saban. Nick Saban is pissed. Nick Saban, you know all the beef, all the drama between Nick Saban and uh, I forgot what his name, Jimbo, Jimbo. Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, yeah, Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban. And they, they, they've had an entire offseason of like targeting each other. And then Nick Saban, after losing to him, after being embarrassed by him, I think for sure Bama is going to kill them. Bama by 21. 42 to, I'm going to say 42 to 14. 42 to 17. 
No. 35-32, Bama walks it's, away. It's, They're going to slip dude, again. It's in Tuscaloosa. And Bama Don't has care. <laughs> Bama's going to slip again. Everybody's going to say they're going to play their heart out. Insane. They're going to play their heart out. They're going to slip. It's going to be the same. Actually, you know what? That's where I'm wrong. It's going to be. Let me, let me make sure I'm doing my math right here. It's going to be 42 to 32. My bad. Bama's still winning, but it, it's still going to be it, close. Yeah, just Bama being at home is enough for me to make this decision and call it uh, a Bama win. But I will say it, it's not going to be no blowout. And Nick Saban may be pissed, but it's maybe. not going to show in this game, really. I mean, it's just going to be maybe max a 14-point win. And I think that's what I'm going to go with. 14 points for Alabama. They're They're going to get it done. I think uh, A&M will lead for the first three quarters and then they'll make some pretty big mistakes in or decent-sized mistakes in the fourth quarter and lose by a total of 10. I'm glad most of us are on the same level besides Jackson, of course. You know, Nick Saban's going to be pissed, so Nick Saban's going to blow everybody out this year. So we've got our personal favorite week. It's the bye week. I'm going to let somebody else pick the number and we'll all three. go over um, under. I think, I think under, under, under three. I got uh one. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that statement. One. Uh, I'm going to take the I'm going to have to go with under as well. All right. So we'll go. Wow. So the next game is Texas A&M at South Carolina. Columbia is definitely going to be rocking for this game, you know. Upset season. I'm joking. Oh, uh, I, I, Texas A&M absolutely owns South Carolina, and I'm gonna take the streak again, like I usually do. Uh, I, I'm gonna take the streak because Texas A&M, like I don't know why, but always versus South Carolina, they play like I don't know, like they play like we haven't seen them all season. We haven't seen this offense perform all season, and then they go on and like drop like 40 and 50 on South Carolina. We all know that Texas a and is winning this game. I don't think we have to, like, I think we could already skip. I don't know a single person who honestly thinks South Carolina is going to win this game. A&M, 42-14. So you don't know me? Is that what you were saying? You don't know me? You that- think... South Carolina will defy a eight no yeah. or an I O think and eight. South Carolina is going to pull it out this year and beat Texas A and M to finally get ranked. I mean, it's it's going to be not even close. It's thirty five twenty one. Okay, okay. I I'll take my L if I'm wrong. I'll take my L if I'm wrong. A and M A and M will always like be close against these other teams. But realistically, man, versus South Carolina, I know, I know they. I, I think, I think I'll take. I'll change my take. I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. Now that I'm thinking more and more about it, I'll change it to 35 to 21. I had same score, but I got a And M. Columbia will be rocking. I would if South Carolina is on a good record going into this game. Say they uh, do upset Arkansas, like I think they're going to be hyped up for this game. They're going to be. Uh, I, I guarantee you it will be a sellout. 
if if South Carolina does beat either Arkansas or Georgia, it will be. We all know it. But will South Carolina do it? Like break the streak. If Shane Beamer breaks the streak versus Texas A and M, the Columbia will be rocking. Like this will be like the end. This will be like the end of time, bro. Will Columbia burn to the ground if <laughs> yes. finds a way? <laughs> no, you, you don't understand how much they've been waiting for to beat Texas A and M, man. Like it's it's crazy. I wanna I wanna say South Carolina will get it done, but I'm not. <laughs> I mean. I if South really, Carolina, okay. Let, let me before you go. Let me say one thing. If South mm-hmm. Carolina added at least one win against Texas A and M all time, I would pick them. Right. I, I I would, but they don't. Okay, so South Carolina, I actually think is going to keep it close. Uh, I want to say South Carolina will get it done, but this is not my upset pick. Uh, Texas A and M is just just a different different level of team here. South Carolina does have the experience over them, and I think that's obvious, and that's what's going to keep them in it, that and the atmosphere, especially if it's a South Carolina night game. Uh, sign me up for that. But honestly, I think Texas A&M is going to get it done by three points, three points only, and it's going to upset a lot of South Carolina fans. All right. <clears throat> I think South Carolina is – I think they'll have the potential – but I think just because of the record, they're not just like what Jackson said. If they had one win against AM, I would pick them. Uh, but just because they don't, I think it'll be around a 17 point difference. But it'll be a very high scoring game, like or mid, mid 40s, low 50s kind of scoring game. Like, are you saying like 50, are, like the Ole Miss? Like, like the last like high scoring like seventeen point game I can think of at the moment is like Ole Miss South Carolina twenty twenty. Like it was fifty nine. It was, it was that. that that was fifty nine to forty two Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah, I'm expecting something like that to happen. That, that's reasonable. Well, I'm glad that you are speaking on Ole Miss because that's actually Texas A&M's next opponent. But as we've covered multiple times. On this podcast, Ole Miss is extremely overhyped, and we have 10 minutes left. Ooh. All right. <clears throat> Ole Miss is extremely hot, overhyped. I don't think they have the tools to get it done against Texas A&M. Texas A&M wins this game by 21. I I agree with this take. I have the, I have the exact same prediction, so I'll just mute my mic now. <laughs> yeah, I think with a freshman quarterback and two uh, new uh, coordinators, I think, and at home for Texas A&M, I think they're going to win by thirty to thirty-five plus. I think I think uh, Ole Miss Ole Miss's quarterback situation is a lot better than people think. Uh, Dart looked horrible in the spring game, but I think Dart's adjusting well. Like he's starting to adjust well. I still don't think he gets the start over Luke Altemeyer. I I'm pretty sure that's his name. I think Luke has the edge in the end. Like. I, I believe in Luke. Let's just say that. Luke, I'm a, I'm a big believer that Jackson Dart will have the start uh, uh, during this week. And I also think Ole Miss gets it done. I, I got Ole Miss in this one. Their offense is, is just way different. I, don't you, I mean, you got Flash Robinson. You got Jonathan Mingo. You got uh, 
a really good running back and running back core. I believe they have multiple solid running backs, like you said, uh, two different options at quarterback. Me personally, I'm a dart believer. Give me dart in this one. You got a really good tight end. Offensive line is really solid. I mean, just honestly, overall, I would consider that offense one of the elite ones in the SEC and definitely better than the Texas A&M offense and better than – I just think they're going to play better than the defense will play against them. So I, I got Ole Miss in this one. I could see it being like a 10-point game or, or maybe even more. I got Ole Miss in this one. I think uh, before – I'm going to speed this up a lot. But I think uh, if you guys remember the John Rice, Plumlee, Plumlee, and Matt Corral situation, Matt Corral was a returning quarterback, and, uh, and like Luke Altemeyer, and he he was a returning quarterback, and uh, then Dart took over in the end. Dart took over, but realistically, after time, Dart uh, I, uh, Plumlee did bad, and that's what I think uh, will happen to Dart. And I, I think uh, Altemeyer, like Corral did, will take over and be electric in the offense. All right. Well, considering we all just took a hell of a lot of time with Ole Miss and South Carolina, we have seven minutes left, and that leaves us with about a minute and 15 for each remaining game. So we're actually going to speed through these final four. Everyone just tell me uh, the score, and then we'll keep going. You've got Florida in College Station. Uh, this, this is my next upset pick. I have to be really quick with this, but, uh, this is my last upset pick for Texas A&M. I think, uh, they'll have two teams upset this, this entire season. I think it'll be Florida and Mississippi state where no one really expects it. And I think it'll be those two. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, 24 to 21. All right. Next. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Florida's going to lose with this one. Uh, Texas A&M, I got them by 14. All right, next. Yeah, I, th- I think Florida will lose by 17 or more points. Florida's They're just not going to get it done in the station. Yeah, Florida. Florida's only losing by like 10 points. All right, next week is Auburn at Jordan-Hare. I'm going to do it, boys. Auburn's going to get it done. Upset pick. Auburn gets this one done in a close one. Offense is just way too, too. I don't even know, different. I, I like Tank Bigsby a lot. I got Auburn. All right. I got Texas A&M by 17. No, I got A&M by 21. I got A&M by 14. All right. Next week, UMass, I don't even care. Uh, Texas A&M's winning by 28. Uh, 35. 35. I got a 38 win. All right. Last game of the season. It is LSU in College Station. Good time for this. I think uh, LSU – I'm joking. That, uh, uh, I said uh, all four losses. So, I think I, – I usually bet for the streak. I'm pretty sure LSU's beat them the last few times. But I think Texas A&M will take it. I think Texas A&M got this, and I think uh, I really like LSU. Like overall, I think I think LSU Texas A&M are in the same boat. It's in College Station, right? Yes. UMass. Yes. No, I'm talking about the, uh, this game. Uh, LSU. Yeah. Well, then I think uh, I think uh, uh, A&M wins this game by. Uh, I'm gonna say ten. They have a late field goal to seal it off in the fourth quarter. I'm going to say uh, 34 to 24. All right. 
A and M gets this one. Oh wow! I'm gonna take my upset pick here. LSU's beating Texas A and M. Forty-one thirty-four. I think Texas A and M will still be mad about what happened at the end of last year, uh, and the fact that it's at Kyle Field. I think they're gonna get it done by probably twenty-one points. All right, Texas A&M has a legitimate chance to play in the SEC championship, but what, what's going to go? What's going to happen, uh, Jackson? Oh, Nick Saban's going to be pissed. Yep, All right, yep. you know it. Yep. So Bama's going to be in there for the West. And sorry that we had to rush through those last couple of episodes. We kind of got carried away with South Carolina and Ole Miss. Definitely didn't mean to do that. But make sure you last check couple it. of episodes. You mean? Uh, my bad. The last couple of games. <clears throat> so. Just one last thing. Make sure y'all download that uh, app that's in our Instagram bio. Make an account. It really helps us out a lot so that we can get some quality content and some more uh, player interviews with you. So thank y'all for tuning in for the Texas A&M episode. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night from the V2 crew.